Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one of Late Night Sprites. Lately, I've been in quite a bit of a Disney mood lately. Whether it's the Disney Afternoon Collection on PS4 or booting up my Super Nintendo and playing Aladdin for the 500th time, I've been in the mood to cover Disney games. So today is going to be a little bit more of a general topic in talking about multiple games as I talk about my experience with Disney-based video games. Whether it's a TV show or a movie, Disney has a ton of movies that we all love, whether it's the classic era, the Disney Renaissance, or modern hits like Moana and Wreck-It Ralph. But alongside all of their merch, amusement parks, and movies, they've also had plenty of video games made by a wide variety of studios. It's very interesting that Disney never had their own just dedicated game studio to do every single game. They do have Disney Interactive, which I will cover a few of their titles later, but they also had Capcom making a few games, Sega making games, Virgin Interactive, several studios that worked on several different Disney games. Even in the GameCube, PS2, and Wii era, they would have different studios making different games. Whether it was a remaster or potentially just a random offshoot license game, So, my experience going back mostly was not for the NES. I was too young to experience the NES Disney game, so I did not grow up on DuckTales, Chippendale, or the Darkwing Duck games that you can find in the Disney Afternoon Collection, which I will cover later. I grew up on a ton of Disney Super Nintendo games. Aladdin, Lion King, Jungle Book, Pinocchio... The Timon and Pumbaa game that I swear I'm the only person I know that I've played. Mickey's Magical Quest and more. I did not play every Disney game back then. And even then, the ones that I owned, there were some that I played more than others. Sorry, Pinocchio. But one that I remember fondly was Aladdin. The Genesis version had you using a sword, throwing apples, and hacking and slashing your way through the movie. Whereas the Super Nintendo version had you getting a cloth to glide with jumping and throwing apples as you platform through the plot of the movie the reasons why they are different is that genesis version was made by virgin interactive and the super nintendo version was covered by capcom thus creating two completely different games it was very interesting to see different studios handle different games mickey's magical quest on super nintendo was made by capcom whereas sega was making the Castle of Illusion series on Genesis. And you would get all these different Disney games from different studios, and I thought that was the coolest thing. For me, I Aladdin is probably still one of my favorites. I hold it very near and dear to my heart, especially the Super Nintendo version. Loved the movie as a kid, so the game was great, and it was fun to run around, throw apples, and glide. And the other thing about these games is that a lot of the older ones are super short, clocking in at only about one to two hours. They wanted to give you almost an arcade game experience at home. And so you would play these games and you could even pick the easy difficulty and just blast through some of them. And they wanted to make these super fun, enjoyable, replayable experiences. And I find that fascinating. So when it comes to the classic Disney games, Aladdin is one that I remember very, very fondly. 
I did not grow up with the Genesis version. I did not get to play that. Now, another game, before I move on to, like, later stories, I did not play every single Disney game that I owned. So, uh, Jungle Book, definitely, I remember playing that once or twice. It's on Steam, on the Steam page, and it looks like the exact game, but it's not for sale. I don't know if they lost licensing or something, so it's sitting there. find that kind of fascinating, but... The ones I played the most were Mickey's Magical Quest, Lion King, and Aladdin. Mickey's Magical Quest had uh, Pete taking Pluto, and Mickey would like get all these different outfits that gave him different powers, and that one got a sequel that I didn't play till college, and the sequel added two player. The first one was only one player, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. The music... The music in most of these games, depending on whatever studio covered them, were amazing. It was, even if the Disney game was not the best, the soundtracks would be kicking. They would be atmospheric, and they would always be, like, really, really good. When it comes to my Disney video game experience, I had that, and then as a as I grew older, I had a few Disney Interactive games. I had fond memories of the Chicken Little game. I never got the Ace in Action one, which is like this game based on a scene in the movie. Like, at the very end of... Spoilers for Chicken Little. Um, there's this scene at the end of the movie where they make a movie like about him and he's like a buff action star and it's all like unrealistic but they make like a good movie about him and then that that one scene became a game now in terms of that game i thoroughly enjoyed it the chicken little game i don't know if it held up well i remember loving it as a kid it was i i feel like it was a mini game collection I remember a lot of mini games in that game, uh, but the GameCube era afterwards is kind of where I broke away from licensed games because when the Wii came out, I got on a huge retro and first-party only video game kick. I it was all about the Mario's, the Pokemon's, the Zelda's, all all of that. Whatever I could get on the virtual console, that's what it was about. So, oh, I, I could finally play Paper Mario, the N64 game I never had. So, going back, Super Nintendo, I had a fair amount of Disney games. Nintendo 64, uh, my memory is a little fuzzy. I don't remember owning that many of the games. And this is very interesting because late Super Nintendo, early Nintendo 64... Besides Disney Interactive hitting the scene, another studio or that Disney bought, Pixar, started making games. We started getting Toy Story games. We started getting Bugs Life. So now you didn't just start seeing these Disney games that were based solely on the animated movies and the TV shows. Then Pixar was joining the scene. I had Toy Story on Super Nintendo. That race against Buzz Lightyear was garbage. I hated every single second of it. He did not have a friend in me. I did not get far in that game. And then there was like this nightmare sequence where you fought Buzz. I, I remember doing that as like a kid. But moving on. So 
at that point I was interested in retro games and I had a Wii so I didn't really have that many Disney games I would see like these licensed Disney games and I'd be like ooh now Disney would occasionally release a very interesting game like they released Guilty Party which is like this detective based party games and Disney's biggest game well first of all I wanted to get into this a little later but speaking of Disney games there was another series that if you wanted good Disney like it technically wasn't a Disney game but it was also a Disney game and everybody probably knows what it's Kingdom Hearts I did not have a PlayStation. My first PlayStation console is the PS4. And yes, I have all the Kingdom Hearts games. And I've played 1 and 2, Chain of Memories, Dream Drop Distance, and I haven't played 3 yet, or Birth by Sleep. Basically, for me, growing up as a Nintendo kid, I only played the Kingdom Hearts games that would appear on Nintendo consoles. So I played Chain of Memories on the Game Boy Advance, I played Recoded and 358 Days Over 2. Hated 3580 Days Over 2, but that's another discussion for another time. And Dream Drop Distance. Basically, every time they're like, hey, Nintendo's getting a Kingdom Hearts game, I was like, yes! Because I wasn't there for the story about Sora and Riku. I was there for the Disney movies because I still loved Disney growing up and still do. So, going back, I would played those games but I was moving away from Disney based games the older I got and uh, Nintendo 64 didn't have many GameCube I would get maybe one or two but I was growing up I was moving away from the licensed games whether they were Disney based or not and then most of the quote unquote good Disney games I didn't have the system for I didn't have uh, Kingdom Hearts I didn't have you know, a PSP to play Birth by Sleep, which I thought, oh, this game looks so cool. So, then moving forward uh, from the Wii, the Wii had a game that I have not tried yet, but I do own, and that is Epic Mickey. The Epic Mickey series, which I will also get into in a little bit when we move on to the 3DS, because that's the only Epic Mickey game I played, was one of Disney's big deals. It it did okay I did not hear anything good about the power of two I had some friends who had epic mickey and they enjoyed the game but the epic mickey game that I played was the power of illusion on the 3ds which so let's move to what's probably gonna be the longest segment which is me with disney games now and the accessibility as well as some recommendations to end out this episode so Wii U came out I'm still a Nintendo guy so I got my Wii U I'm one of the 8 people who had a Wii U I have one and DuckTales Remastered was announced for it and I was ecstatic as someone who did not play the NES version who had no nostalgia for it but thought it looked phenomenal I picked it up immediately the voice acting in it i highly recommend it now if you have a wii u a ps3 on hand there are physical editions out there but it's also digitally and the shops aren't going anywhere for now at the time of this upload or if you got steam 
I highly recommend DuckTales Remastered. I have it on Wii U and I have it on Steam. Um, because when they said that it was getting pulled, it was like $3. So I wanted to support the studio and support the game. So I got another copy. I double dip sometimes. What am I kidding? I double dip a lot. Especially when it comes to the Switch. But that's another discussion for another time. So, with DuckTales Remastered on the Wii U, I had a blast with it. Easy difficulty, hard difficulty. And that's where I experienced the arcade-like nature. The game was incredibly short. You can beat it in one sitting. The last time I played it recently, I beat it in about an hour and 40 minutes. But it's so fun that you want to pick it up again after waiting a little bit and have fun with it again. The voice acting in it is amazing. The late, great Alan Young reprising his role as Scrooge. A ton of the actors reprising their roles, making almost like a lost episode of the cartoon, but for a new audience. The music, the remix music, which is on Spotify, phenomenal like the moon theme the moon theme was already epic but they made it 10 steps epic more and then they added a tutorial stage and a final stage so it was really exciting and it was only 15 dollars the game wasn't the longest but there was a ton of content and then you had to earn money to unlock the gallery and the music player and concept art and all this fun stuff and you could swim in the money bin And after you beat the game, you can replay any stage you want to and get all the money you wanted to. And when you got the big... They made it really easy to unlock stuff because you would get money throughout the stage and you would get a fair amount of money. But on top of that, the main treasure that you would get to progress the story was usually worth like one or two million in-game dollars and that was pretty nifty like oh i got this crown and now i got a ton of money because that's what it's worth so that so ducktales remastered was kind of my foray back into the world of disney games and i loved it i would eventually break out my super nintendo and replay aladdin and get goof troop Goof Troop is another game that I loved growing up that I completely forgot mentioning earlier. It was two-player Zelda, but it was Goof Troop. It was so fun in Mickey's Magical Quest. And around this time, I was in college, so me and my friends were on big retro game kicks. Whether it was on a virtual console, we were able to do stuff like play Earthbound for the first time or get super mario rpg or go to retro game stores like a couple retro game stores in our areas opened in my hometown and that's what we did for fun when we had money we would go retro game hunting and then we would go home and boot it up and have a great time with it sometimes and there were so many different games that's how me and one of my best friends in college experienced mickey's magical quest 2 i picked up mickey's magical quest the first one we played through that had a phenomenal time again it was a capcom disney game old school so it was incredibly short but fun the entire way through and then we played the great circus adventure and we played through that and it was also fairly short but it was two player and we had so much fun with that 
and there was just a certain mark of mark of quality. Now I'm not going to act like there's no good modern Disney games because I'm going to mention a couple. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh no, only the olds were good because there were bad ones in the old days too. There's a reason the Pinocchio and Jungle Book didn't get picked up as often as Aladdin and Goof Troop and Mickey's Magical Quest. I'm not going to act like old is better in every case. And there are some modern Disney games that are great. There are some that are okay. They're just recreating the movie. And I'm sure if you're a little kid who loves the movie, who wants a simple game, you can play through Tangled. You can play through Brave. You can play through all sorts of stuff because they have so many although apparently i heard that toy story 3 was like a hidden gem and so was the last cars game but more often than not a lot of those games were just ports of the movie made into a very simple to play platformer open world game do this task do that task one area that disney games are really fun even though the gameplay is very simple for a modern audience is actually there aren't very many of these games but in terms of them lego there's lego pirates of the caribbean for the more classic people who like the pantomiming and stuff like that but there's also lego incredibles and i highly recommend lego incredibles near the end of this episode i'm going to recommend some classics and some moderns that one already just a little sneak peek lego incredibles is a fantastic time it you get pixar characters you play through the plots of the movies there's a big open world there's a bunch of original content you can make your own heroes you can play as some characters that you didn't know were playable like violet's boyfriend and his ability is screaming but you can also play as Edna and I've been running around as Edna smacking people, controlling technology, going around no capes no capes where I come from, no capes so so now we are here like from the college till now, the modern era when I got my PS4 the first One of the first games I got, because it was $5, was the Disney Afternoon Collection. That is phenomenal. Nowadays, we have a lot of retro ports of Disney games. We have DuckTales Remastered. We have the Disney Afternoon Collection. On Steam, I picked up a couple. They had Hercules and Maui Mallard on Steam for $6 a piece. There's the Castle of Illusion Remaster. There's... Um, the Genesis collection of Lion King and Aladdin that I have on Switch. There is a ton of... There's been a resurgence in classic-style Disney games, and I feel that they did that because they feel that that worked. And there has been enough passage of time that that stuff is really nostalgic, and it's also really fun to introduce it to new audiences. The Disney Afternoon Collection is a great time there's a rewind feature the aesthetic of it is fantastic all of the games put together are really great the disney retro collection i actually can beat lion king now baby home could not beat lion king 
But now that there's a rewind feature, I could actually beat Lion King all these years later. And it felt great too. So I really like the current surge of like Disney games being put onto consoles. Now people can experience them in different ways. People can, like me, who didn't grow up with the Genesis version of Aladdin, can play this version. Or people who want DuckTales can now play the classic version. Games like DuckTales 2 and Chippendale 2 are on this Disney Afternoon collection, and they are very, very expensive for their physical copies, upwards over $100. But now... If it goes on sale or even at its base price, you can get DuckTales 2 and Chippendale 2 in a collection with other great Disney games. Disney games are really special. Because when they are at their best, they aren't just copying and pasting the movie. They are their own medium to be enjoyed in a whole new light. Something you can love alongside the source material it's adapting. Everybody loves Chip and Dale. Well, there's also an awesome video game where you pick up boxes and throw them at robot dogs. And you save the day and play through levels and fight bosses. That's great. Everybody loves Darkwing Duck. Well, there's a Mega Man style Darkwing Duck game. DuckTales set the standard for licensed games by making it so you could pick any stage you wanted to. The pogo stick hop was so is so fun to execute today. So much so that people love it that it's remastered in such love and care by the people over at Way Forward. When Disney games are at their best, they're not just a retread of the licensed material. They are a whole new way to enjoy them. And now that people can play these games, whether it's downloading them or getting a physical copy of these. Like, I have a physical copy of the Super Nintendo... Not Super Nintendo. I wish it was Super Nintendo Aladdin. But Genesis Aladdin and Lion King bundled in one Switch cartridge. That's great. And some people know how to market for your nostalgia because I've seen a version of it that comes in a Super Nintendo box and a version that comes in a Sega Genesis case. And I was tempted to buy both of them. (laughs) Because I also thought there were maybe some goodies inside. But for $20, I just reviewed the Disney Afternoon Collection and Aladdin and Lion King on the Late Night Sprites blog. And I'm going to be covering some Disney games because I got Hercules, I got Maui Mallard. I'm going to be covering some Disney games that I have a ton of nostalgia for. And if I can find a copy of it, I'm going to get that Epic Mickey 3DS game and revisit it. But for $20, you can get two games that their physical cartridges are $10 a piece. So it's like just buying two of the retro games, but now you get save states and rewind features in multiple versions. You get Lion King for... Super Nintendo, because Virgin did Super Nintendo version. Genesis, Japanese, English. You get the the little Game Boy Color in the original Game Boy version, which may be hard on the eyes, but they're nice little features. You get fun borders while you play the games. Uh, for Aladdin, it's really fascinating. Aladdin is one of the reasons why I recommend this collection. It's the Genesis version of Aladdin, but then they have... Final Cut, 
which is the game included with cut content and then the trade show version which is what they used to go around and demo to people at trade shows and be like hey upcoming aladdin game here you go and people will be like oh my gosh it's aladdin and there's unfinished sprites in there there's unfinished artwork you could tell it was a game in progress but that is so cool it's just a couple handful of levels but i love it it's a fun nifty feature and you have a rewind feature so the stampede section in lion king doesn't murder me the way it used to or even worse childhood memory time the i just can't wait to be king level in lion king hurts me that section on the ostrich that hurt my soul still does i was spamming that rewind button over and over again so that's my history with disney games so to close this out i'm going to be recommending some cartridges that haven't been ported yet as well as some digital and physical newer ones in terms of cartridges i'm going to have to recommend aladdin for super nintendo even though there is a modern port of the Genesis version, the Super Nintendo version is very much still worth checking out. I'm going to have to recommend Goof Troop. That also doesn't have a modern version, and if you have a second player, it is a great time. I've played it with friends. And then Mickey's Magical Quest. Castle of Illusion and World of Illusion got put on the Sega Genesis Mini, which I have. So those are a little bit more accessible nowadays. Plus, Castle of Illusion has a remaster on Steam, which I picked up. And those are very... The the Magical Quest series, there's Game Boy ports if you want a little portable fun. There's a port... There's a lot of Game Boy ports of the Super Nintendo games. They're, they might be a little bit more pricey. I know there's a Game Boy port of Aladdin, at least. Game Boy Advance, I mean. So it's basically like portable Super Nintendo fun. And Magical Quest. And I loved both of them. So get them. Super fun classic games for the retro hunters out there. Now, for those of you with a PS4, Steam, or an Xbox, the Disney Afternoon Collection is a must this game goes on sale often there are six games in there the aesthetic is great you are getting games that if you added the total of how much all the cartridges cost for the classic cartridges getting this for five dollars is very much worth it the games are short but they are fun and super replayable now for those of you with the steam ps4 xbox or switch Genesis Classics or Disney Classics Lion King and Aladdin already talked about it very much worth it this one also goes on sale constantly there may only be two games in this collection but some of the content is very much worth owning for those of you with Steam Wii U or PS3 DuckTales Remastered this game is phenomenal and so many ways so much love and care was put into it it goes on sale on occasion on steam but even then it's only 15 dollars, and i feel like it is very much worth its asking price 
It's like playing through a lost episode of DuckTales. The cutscenes are well done. The jokes are amazing. Uh, the voice acting is incredible. And the gameplay is fun as ever. Those are the Disney games that I am recommending. So I got a couple Genesis games on Steam that I will be visiting and probably reviewing for the blog in the near future. Such as Maui Mallard and Cold Shadow. As well as the Disney Hercules game, which I did not get to play. So there are plenty, there are plenty of great games. For those of you who are listening, also recommend Lego Incredibles. If you want a Lego Disney game, has a lot of fun in it. There's a lot of fun unlockables in it. Highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. Disney created a great foray of games. Not every game was a winner, but the ones that were really were, entrusting it to multiple studios like Capcom, Sega, Virgin Interactive, and Disney Interactive to bring in a lot of memorable, fun games, shows that this brand, like entrusting movies to different directors, shows that variety is the spice of life. I truly enjoyed this game, these games. I hope you go out and enjoy them as well, and I will see you soon for another episode of Late Night Sprites.